Guild. This is Rachel La Loca from the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Ooh, ooh, how are ooh. you? I'm good. How are you? It is La so Loca. nice. Things may get crazy. And don't yeah. say I didn't warn you first, okay? I got to be careful. Yo, 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 in case you don't know what that is, it's the Batman theme in my yo's. Because we have such a special episode for you guys today. If you haven't guessed the theme or taken a guess as to who is the guest of today's episode, well, let me give you some more yoing. Yo, 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 the Batman. Whoop, whoop. The Batman is in theaters as I'm recording this today, March 4th. So get out there and go see the Batman. You guys, we have a very special interview with one of the cast members, one of the stars of the Batman. And guess what? He's a Latino and he's coming on to this show today to be loud with me. I'm so excited to talk to Gil Perez Abraham. And he plays a really interesting character in the film, which we all got to see. Thank you so much for sending us to that exclusive, exclusive screening of the Batman here in New York City. It was a great movie. I mean, Batman is a classic, you guys. I mean, from the TV show to all the iterations of the film, and now Warner Brothers Pictures comes with The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson. Hello! I mean, he's going to be fighting for Gotham, and he's very familiar with, like, uh, romance and fighting and, you know, doing what you got to do. But this time it's not against, like, wolves and stuff like that, like in Twilight. He's just fighting crime and some really bad guys. Oh, wait till you guys see the Riddler. So scary. Um, and at the end of the movie, it leaves you with like this little bit of suspense that you can kind of maybe guess as to what the next version of the film is going to be. But anyway, it was great. Look, Gil Perez stars alongside, I mentioned Robert Pattinson as the Batman. But let's give a big shout out to Zoe Kravitz. Yo, big shout out to all the multiculturals out there. Hello. But yo, Zoe Kravitz, you guys, kills it kills it uh she's beautiful she plays selena in the film her name is selena and then just a bunch of other stars jeffrey wright you guys remember jeffrey wright he was feet pulse and shaft i mean i've never seen such a like um multifaceted actor he could play a latino he could play an african-american he's really awesome so go check out the film it's in theaters this weekend march 4th and let's check out this interview with my friend gil perez abraham Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. Bruce Wayne. All these years, you lied to me, Alfred. We all have our scars, Bruce. You're still a Wayne. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast where we move Latinos forward while making them laugh. So there's comedy all over the place. We're so proud and happy to have you on our show Thank gil you. perez abraham from the cast of the batman people 
Okay, I have a lot of questions for you. The energy may be high. I know it may be early where you are. Get your bustelo ready. Um, I'm ready. Let's hear about your role in the Batman. I have questions, but my most, I guess the most important question for me is you guys shot during the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, was it tough to film during that time? Or here in my head, it's different. Cause I'm like, if you're on set on a superhero film, the N95 masks are probably made from the same material as the bat suit. So yeah. tell us what it was like uh, to be on set during that time. It's crazy because it's like, we, we were on set until like, I think all the stuff broke out like the, you know, March 8th, March 11th, March 12th. I think we were on set till maybe the 18th. Like, like we were still kind of like, figuring like we were on hold kind of like everybody was at their housing and what's going to happen then we came back but they started looking out and getting ready to test us in the summer right away and so it's like they're on the front line with the government and with the medicine officials like they're on the very front line of figuring out how can we all get back to work so it's like all of these things that we now take for granted, Warner Brothers was doing for the first time the COVID test the SARS testing the rapid testing the the quarantining, all the all the long periods of time, building that time. If somebody did get COVID, then we'll, then what was the fallout from that? So, um, the craziest thing is is that it felt generally safe, to be honest. Like Warner Brothers had such. It, by the time we got back to Warner Brothers, they had it on such a lock that it, we were, in a sense, in in a bubble, even though it wasn't like a a full dedicated bubble. It, it really felt like one. And they kept us very, very safe. And it was crazy. It's like, I'm living in the UK, right? And my partner, she's watching me. She's watching like someone come over to the house and stick a Q-tip in my nose. You know, and it's like, we've never done any of that. You know what I'm saying? But that's the first time I'm doing it every day. Wow. Well, I hope that there was Vicks Vaporub on set. You know, uh, that is the Latino cure-all. You know, there some Vicks Vaporub on it. Okay, so let's talk about your character. Because your character is actually pretty hostile towards Batman at first. Yeah. But I want to know, how did it feel acting opposite Batman? Well, it's like, it's like by the time I got there, like, I was so convinced that I hated Batman that I didn't really notice <laughs> I had acted with him until after. Because it's like... Then afterwards, I'm like, yo, I, I feel like, man, like my hand, I can't ever look at my hand the same way again. It's like afterwards, I'm floored at what I did. But in the moment, I was convinced that I don't like him at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh then, by, then by the time we get to the end, like, you know, through the journey, it's like, I've learned a lot about him and about what's going on in Gotham. But it, it, I don't know, it's, it's very interesting because it's very fresh in Batman's he's in the beginning of his existence as a hero. And so I get to have the license to have my own sort of unique opinion on this person who didn't exist two years ago. Yes, yes. Okay, my next question. So Paul Dano's super creepy as Riddler. Colin Farrell is unrecognizable people as the Penguin. Like, it was amazing. If you could play a new Batman villain, who would it be? I want to run an idea by you before you answer, okay? So maybe there's a villain called Super Latino, and he's like the super of a building, and his skill is fixing anything with the blink of an eye, but he messes it up more than it was in the first place. So he's like a villain. Like, he messes up the paint job, and it's just villainous. So that's my idea. Super Latino. Maybe run it by the movie studio. But what's your idea for the next Batman villain that you would like to play? Yeah, if you had an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm gonna be if I if I'm gonna be a villain, then I'm gonna be the I gotta be the villain that takes Batman out, right? I'm I'm seeing some kind of here we go. I'm seeing some kind of cop. 
who wants to end superheroes altogether because cops <laughs> are the real superheroes. And you know what? We're going to keep those superheroes in like a little daycare where they hang out together and do little super things to each other in there. And we see how they like it. I love it. In a daycare, by the way, that is so Latino. I have like five tias that run a daycare. So maybe we could work her in there too. <laughs> Wait, pero I love that you're getting my Spanglish. Where is your family from? If you don't mind me asking about your herencia. We're Venezuelan, and then we got a little bit of Lebanese sprinkled in there, but we're Venezuelan. And my brother mm -hmm. and I grew up speaking Spanish, living in Caracas, like, I don't know. Venezuela's changed so much from when we were kids, but um, we had Latin as hell. <laughs> I love that. Well, okay, Gil, our podcast often gets the feedback from listeners that we either sway their careers in a different direction or their studies. You know, they're like, oh, wow, there's a Latino actor that looks like me, that sounds like me in the Batman. How did he get there? Like, if you had some advice for the little, the Gills on the rise, what is some advice that you would give them right now, right here on the Latinos Out Loud podcast? Because they're listening. They're Believe out there. in yourself, for starters. Believe in yourself. And I feel like the, the country needs us. The country wants us. The country wants us to step up, work hard, and take some of these spots at the table. Believe in yourself. Because honestly, when I, what the first thing I thought when I watched the movie was, man, what would I have thought if growing up I would have seen something like that? And I feel like now we're at that place where like we're not just talking about, you know, all, all the stars that are made. We're to, there's a new class of young Latino talent that's coming up. So believe in yourself because there's spots here. There's spots here. I want to take one of those spots. Somebody next to me is going to take one of those spots. You know what I'm saying? So we got to believe in ourselves. We got to put our boots on the ground. We got to work hard every day. But it's there for us. And, the, and there's people that are here to support us. There's people here to believe in us. I would have never thought someone like Matt would look at me. But not just that he looked. He opened up. He opened up a whole avenue where I was able to be my full creative. Not, and I learned about myself, you know. I don't even know if I was a real, like, actor as much as I am now because of how much I learned of the process and of being available to a director and of being that little animal that accomplishes that goal the director needs you to accomplish. I love that so much. Uh, your resume, your background is quite impressive. You've done work on Pose, Orange is the New Black, The Walking Dead, The Farewell, Blue Bloods. It's so great to see a Latino doing his thing and maneuvering. I would like to just sort of ask a question about that culturally speaking. Are we represented in Hollywood? Are we there yet? Do we have a lot of work to do? And if so, what what is that road work ahead? What can we do? I think we have to, I think we have to train. We have to train hard. And I think it's on, it's, on, it's on us to not just train, but to come to the big markets, to put our, to put our feet on the ground and, and be okay with starting at the bottom. Because one of the biggest things I see is like, it's, you know, it's like the opportunities are there for us a lot of the times. So we have to be ready to take those opportunities too. Because they're, sure, maybe I've even had the experience, right? Like maybe somebody is looking at you from the outside and you can tell they're looking at you a certain way. But I've had the experience that the, that the work has changed their mind about you, has changed their mind about me. I've seen people change people's minds because of the hard work that they brought. And people say, you know what, man, that person's not just that. That person's a crazy actor. I've seen it happen before. So I think a lot of that has to do with just like our, like we have to now accept um, this way forward is like, we have to lead by example too. 
we have to be the aspirational thing. Even if we don't see it, we have to be that thing that we want to be because it, it, it's there. It's there. There's more and more of us popping up. And it's like, we're going to take our market share because that's what we do. You know, we work hard and we're going to take that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, let's be ready to get it when the opportunities come. Like when the rain comes, let's have that umbrella. Yes. Oh, so well said, because we over-index at the movie theaters. We're there. We're in the seats. We're Let's there. get ourselves right. We're there. We're ever-present. We're in New York. We're in the pockets of Oklahoma. Like, we're everywhere. No, Just we're look everywhere. at us and talk to us. Oh, don't get me started. All right, now, you mentioned aspiration. I would love to know who are your mentors, who are your dream collaborators, who would you like to be on screen with? You know, I, I studied at the at the late William Esper's acting studio in New York. And I definitely say that the 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 Esper studio is a great a, a great place of mentorship for me as an artist. Um, but even like on a set like this, I, I grew to have a, a I felt a, a close relationship with our producer Dylan Clark. And I've gone to him with a lot of a lot of questions about both acting and the profession. And then from from there, you know. I definitely think looking at, at, at the heroes, it's like, I, I grew up listening to those interviews of Pacino after doing Richard III, of De Niro after Taxi Driver, of Marlon Brando and how he changed himself. Like, it's, so it's like, there's certain, there's certain things that I looked up to, I always thought to myself, like these people who were able to build a space where they could focus and commit and let out that thing that so many people desperately need to let out. That's the goal. That's the person I want to be. It's like the person who can be, um, you know what I mean? Let out that, like, let, let out all that joy, let out all that anger, let out all that, like, like just a person that can carry those feelings for the community and let them out and represent them. So I feel like I, there's, um, there's something in like, I think of Edward almost in, mm -hmm. in, um, in Selena, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think of, I think of Danny Trejo and his long body of work. And I think there's a responsibility to not just be a good actor, but be a good person. I love that so much. Thank you for that. I think it's always interesting when we have people in their craft talk about their methodology, who they aspire to be. And, and thank you for bringing us into your world because it also takes a lot to thank talk you. about these secrets on a podcast. Okay, here's my last question. Gil, what does Gil do for fun? What do you watch? Where do you go? Do you like have a bow and arrow at home? Are you Cupid on oh, the low? <laughs> that's so crazy. You said a bow and arrow because I've got no. it. I've got it into bow and arrow because of my partner. No, yeah. I'm not even psychic. I'm not even gonna claim that. Please elaborate. No, so, what? <laughs> no, so man's man's got me into into archery. Um, and then it's like recently, it's like I've had these little like weird, these little weird things I started getting into like CDs. So it's like Ooh, I chose, it's like I chose the cheap, yeah, exactly. Like I chose the cheap way. It's like I couldn't commit to the vinyl, and I couldn't. It's like I was thinking to myself like, oh, I don't know if I really want all that, but I'll cop some CDs and have like a <laughs> and put those into DVD players. So I've kind of gotten into that. And there's one other thing that's like my biggest hobby of all. It's like. I love having like a little, I love having a little car and I love having, I love just like cleaning car I love for real, like, wow. like cleaning, cleaning the car, giving the car a little, like giving the car a little rinse down, you know, like maybe change some of the pieces, check up the lights. Like 
just like a little task like that it'll take me a while make me feel human that's that's one of my favorite things to do i love it so you must have the turtle wax the windex on deck the armor roll is all up in the shelf exactly exactly (laughs) exactly I want to thank you so much for your time. Please, one time for Gil Perez Abraham on the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Best of luck to you and the rest of your career. We'll be watching and supporting. I hope we get to meet again and meet in person. Me too. New York is in the building. Let's go. East Coast. (laughs) East Side. Bruce Wayne. Sorry. I wouldn't be bothering you here, but your people keep telling me you're unavailable. You know, you really could be doing more for this city. Yo, yo! What did you think of the interview? Shout out to Gil. We had a great conversation. Shout out to Venezuela. And I wish you so much success, Gil. I mean, I saw you in the film, and it was just really remarkable. The whole Batman film, every moment had me on the edge of my seat. Um, And I took it out on the popcorn. I was eating popcorn as if it were my job watching this film. It's just really exciting. And there's a lot of action. A lot of action. And there's even some Spanish in the film. And you guys, when you see it, shout us out at We Are Latinos Out Loud. And let me know how you felt about the Spanish term that was throughout the film. There was one term that was used throughout the film, and I'm like, wow. Okay, so Latinos, make some noise for Gil Perez Abraham. Check him out in the Batman. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Latinos Out Loud. We're going to continue to make you laugh. We're going to continue to move our people forward. Hit us up. Follow me at Rachel La Loca. And on that note, we out.